All right, everybody, we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off here. Uh, good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful Wednesday evening. I'm Jake Alexander with Profitopia, and the year is over. Now what is a question that we hear quite often around our offices uh, this time of year. And so we figured, what a better format to provide some great quality education to our clients, to our community, and present it in a, fo in a, a format that was going to be very open and inviting. And so this has proven to do that. Thank you so much for joining us. Just a couple of housekeeping rules before we jump into everything here. The This program is designed to be an hour, but realistically, the education portion of it is only about 25 or 30 minutes. We specifically designed it that way to build in plenty of time at the end for Q&A. So as we're going along, if anything stands out, if you do have any questions, feel free to pop your question in that Q&A box. If it's pertaining to a topic we're currently ta uh, talking about, I might uh, pause and read it and answer it right then. If not, I promise we'll get to it at the end. We've designed to have plenty of time there. So with that being said, we'll jump right into this thing too. And before we do, just kind of one more thing. This program is designed with somewhat of a, a mixed bag of an audience. Uh, some of you may be clients. Some of you may be considering becoming clients of ours, which we appreciate. Uh, others may be referral partners or maybe even employees. And so if everything, you know, when we're talking about the client portal and things like that aren't exactly making sense, I'd like to throw that out there too. So with all that being said, we'll we'll jump right into this thing here. So the year is over. Now what? Uh, I'd like to start with, with what to expect. What's going to happen now is a lot of emails and a lot of mail is going to start going out to you. By law, the IRS says that all income docs, all income documentation to taxpayers has to be sent out by January 31st. So this is things like your W-2s, your 1099s, your interest statements, all those lovely income documents that are going out are supposed to be sent out by January 31st. So for you, the consumer, they're going to be flooding in your email inbox uh, if they're delivered, delivered electronically or in your physical mailbox if they're delivering them by mail. So... On that same note, if you are a business owner, that means that your 1099s and your W-2s for your employees are due on that same date. So when it comes to this, you definitely don't want to wait to the last minute. Uh, if we're providing your bookkeeping services, we should be able to help you out with those. If you're currently using a payroll service, they would be the ones to help you out with it. If you're not, like I said, don't wait to the last minute. That's the last thing you want to do. Let us know and we can make a really good recommendation to a payroll company for you. Once you do get all those docs, you want to keep them as organized as possible because it's about time to start uploading them to the client portal. And the question we get there is, what if I'm not registered for the client portal? If you are not currently registered for the client portal or you just can't remember to get back there or remember how to get back there, you can send us an email to admin at profitopia.com. It's admin at profitopia.com and we'll be glad to help you out with that. So. If you're an existing client, we'll obviously have your past however many tax returns that we've been that you've been a client for us. If you're a new client coming over, we do request two years tax returns. Uh, we need at least one at a minimum. We request two for all of your businesses and for you personally. And so the reason that's important is there's a lot of information in those tax returns and on those tax returns that we won't have to go re-ask you again and create a frustrating experience. But there's some really valuable information in there as well from like a depreciation standpoint. We, we don't want to miss certain assets that are being depreciated. Uh, there's certain information we need to know there. And if there's anything like a carryover loss or 
plethora of other things. We don't, we don't want to miss anything. And so it is very, very important when you're coming over as a new client that we have at least one year prior tax returns, prefer two, but we'll let you get away with one if that's all you've got. From there, turnaround time. Love to cover this and, and really just try to set the best expectation here. We operate, we as a company operate on a 30-day turnaround time. That means after we have all the documentation from you, all of your financial statements or all of your source documents for your tax returns, it, it takes us about 30 days to actually turn that into a tax return. And so with the deadlines being right around the corner, the business tax return deadline is March 15th. So if you file an 1120S, which is an S corporation, or if you file as a partnership with a 1065, those tax returns are due on March 15th, which will come up a lot quicker than we realize. Your individual tax return, which is your 1040, is due on April 15th. So 1040s, C corporations, nonprofits, those are all due April 15th. And so the 30-day deadline is extremely important because like, what does that mean? We're already at the end of January, basically, which is crazy to say that we're already one month into 2023, but it's true. So uh, realistically, for us to guarantee getting your tax return completed by March 15th, we would need to have all of your income documents, all of your source documents by February 15th, which is right around the corner. So what we do to alleviate some of that pressure is we automatically do extensions two weeks before each one of those deadlines. So once you're a client and you're in our system, we're going to, on March 1st, two weeks prior to the March 15th deadline, we're going to proactively do an extension. Now, when that happens, you're going to get an email. Don't freak out. Don't fret. Uh, I promise if your documents are in the queue to already get done by March 15th, we'll go ahead and do that. There's no harm. There's no foul in submitting an extension and then going ahead and filing the return on time anyway. And then the same thing with your individual return. So if we, by April 1st, if we have all of you, if we have you in our system, we're going to auto proactively submit an extension for you. Like I said, if you're already in the queue and we can get your return done by that original date of April 15th, we're going to go ahead and do so too. One real quick thing on there. I just like to cover because every year we have this come up. When we do do extensions, uh, especially on the individual side, it's an extension of time to file your tax return. It's not an extension of time to pay your taxes. And so what does that mean exactly? That gives us till October 15th to file your individual tax return and you won't incur a failure to file penalty for it being a little late but it doesn't give you that extra time to pay your taxes. Technically, you're still supposed to pay your taxes by April 15th, the original deadline date. So the next question that naturally comes after that is, well, if you guys don't have my tax return done, how do I know how much taxes to pay, right? And so the easiest way to calculate that is if you pay 100% uh, of the taxes that you paid in the previous year by April 15th, you won't have any uh, failure to pay penalties on top of that for doing your extension. So if you need help calculating that, let us know. We would be glad to, to, to help you calculate that. But I love to cover that because for whatever reason, there is a lot of confusion. The IRS doesn't like to make things too simple and straightforward for us. Uh, what can I still do? So this is always a question that we get right here. Uh, 2022 is over, right? So a lot of the activities that we were going to do for some real strategic tax planning and, and 
you know, tax uh, advanced tax planning strategies have passed, but there are still things that you can do in 23 to lower your tax burden for 22. So just to hit a couple, uh, traditional IRA is a great one. If you already have the account set up, you can make a contribution for those of up to six thousand uh, dollars. Then you could still include that as a deduction for your 22 tax term. If you have a SEP IRA, which is a simplified employee pension, these are a little fancier. You can actually put up to $61,000 into these accounts. And that is money that's a deduction from your business. Uh, then it now is in a tax-free or a, a tax-deferred retirement account for you helping you build wealth. So a solo 401k, this is this is another great vehicle right here. So this one has the same limits on there, the $61,000 that you can put in per year, uh, which that money is now a deduction from your business, growing in a tax-deferred retirement account. Cool thing with a solo 401k is if you and your spouse work in the same business, if you work in the business together, you can actually both contribute. Now, there are some income limitations to be able to qualify. You got to be earning a pretty significant amount of income for it to make sense. But I love throwing this out there just to let clients know there is still things we can do this year to lower your tax burden for last year. And the qualified retirement plans are an awesome way to go, in my opinion. So what do people occasionally miss? We see this, uh, I won't say all the time, but somewhat frequently. And so we like to cover it there, the, the home office deduction. So the rule for a home office deduction is you gotta have a separate area that's, a, that's exclusively used for business. And if you do, uh, then you can qualify. What we have to do is we have to come up with a business use percentage. And the way we do that is we take the square footage of that separate area, exclusively used for business, divided by the square footage of the entire home, we come up with a business use percentage. And it's typically somewhere between 8 and 12% is the most common, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. But a lot of people don't realize at that point, you can take that percentage of rent if you rent the property. You can take that percentage of mortgage interest and real estate taxes if you own the property. Uh, utilities, maintenance, uh, any improvements you do to the property, any type of furniture, things like that. And I tell clients, this is, you're probably not going to save a million dollars in taxes this year with a home office deduction, but it adds up and it adds up quickly. We routinely see clients get like between six and $10,000 in deductions with the home office deduction. So don't miss that. If you do qualify, you want to absolutely let us know about it. Uh, Out-of-pocket expenses for whatever reason, we always get clients who, you know, like I said, for whatever reason, didn't run the expenses through their business bank account or through their business credit card. These are out-of-pocket expenses. You need to let either your bookkeeper or your tax preparer know about those. You've got a real easy form for you to use to be able to total those up on there. So definitely don't want to miss that. Section 179. So this is a deduction that's near and dear to my heart. And a lot of people don't realize that 2022, as long as there's no changes, uh, is actually on what's called a sunset period. So it's actually set to expire over the next five years. It's going to lower the amount of the percentages by 20% each year. So 2022 is actually the last year of 100% uh, depreciation for Section 179, which if you're not sure what that is, it's basically Section 179 is a code section in the Internal Revenue Code that allows business owners to take depreciation on assets purchased for their business. So it applies to a lot of things, but it's most commonly used or most commonly known when it comes to business vehicles. So if you purchase a vehicle for your business and it's used for more than 50% of the time for business and it weighs over 6,000 pounds, you could potentially deduct 100% 
of the purchase price of the entire vehicle in the year that you place it in service. So we see this equating to massive tax deductions for our clients on a regular basis. And then once again, what do people occasionally miss? That payroll reporting date of January 31st. I can't echo it enough. Make sure you get your 1099s and W-2s out to your employees and contractors because the penalties can be stiff for that kind of stuff. And so that's what to expect from us. That's what's coming. Uh, what do we need from you? We're going to talk about the business side, the personal side, and a few miscellaneous items. We'll jump right into that. So if you, for us to do your business tax return, what do we need from you? Uh, this is a question we get quite often. We need your books. So ideally, you're using a software program such as QuickBooks Online. There's a ton of them out there. QuickBooks Online is the one that we utilize the most and, and typically recommend, but you can use whatever works for you. Uh, if we, if you, we handle your books for you, all of our bookkeepers are QuickBooks online pro. I always say this wrong QuickBooks online pro certified advisors. I believe it is. Uh, so you can ensure that you're in good hands there, your books, the, the biggest thing, most people know how to categorize their books, which is where they take all the different transactions and put them in the categories for whatever reason, everybody doesn't know how to reconcile. So we do need your books. We do ask that they be reconciled. Reconciled means double-checked, basically. So you know that you're not giving us information that's not 100% accurate. Therefore, we would be producing a tax return that's not accurate, which is not good for anybody. So books do need to be reconciled. Uh, we ask for reports from you. There's four of them. Uh, your P&L, your balance sheet, your trial balance, and your general ledger. If you can pull these in Excel format, on the accrual basis is ideal. That way our tax preparation team has the most flexibility and they can prepare everything as efficiently as possible for you. Uh, business expense form. So this is if you don't have books, for whatever reason, if you don't have a software set up, we have these handy dandy business expense forms that are pretty simple to fill out, uh, pretty straightforward. They are, if you need access to one of those, once again, you can email us at admin at profitopia.com and we can get you one of those there. The cool thing there is that it gives you a little bit more, um, say a little bit more flexibility. You can write us a note on there. Uh, you can put things in the categories that they go or that you think they go, and you can upload that into the portal. And that's what we will use to uh, up, um, take care of that for you. And so I'm just going to show you real quick just a copy of what one of those looks like. It is a little sheet like this right here. So, real easy to use. Put your business income at the top have all your expenses right there and you can upload that in your client portal and that's what we would use for you. So if you need one of those, uh, send us an email to admin at profitopia.com and we'll get one over to you ASAP. So, and the new entities too, for whatever reason, we love working with business owners. We love our entrepreneurs. Uh, for whatever reason, if you created a new company last year, if you created two or three new companies, we need to know that. That's information that we need to know from you proactively. So the it's called the SS4, but it's the letter that you receive from the IRS that has your EIN information on there. It has all of the information that we need, the, the date the entity was created, the name, the address, the type of filing the IRS is requesting. So there's a lot of uh, really good information that we need from you. So if you created any new entities last year, that's information we proactively need to know from you. And the whole sort of theme of this uh, you know, presentation here is, is, is proactive. We're, we're getting this information out now. We, we don't want to wait to those deadlines. We want to get stuff from you as soon as we can. That way we really have enough time uh, to strategize on our end 
and, and save you as much in taxes as possible. So that's really it on the business side. We go to the personal side, uh, income docs. These are things that we're going to need from you. We need W-2s, 1099s, 1098s, uh, K-1s. Those probably won't come out till sometime middle of the year. But all of the documents that you're getting uh, from all of the different income sources that you have, we're going to need those from you. You're going to compile them and upload them right near your client portal. We need to know if you're going to take the standardized or the itemized deduction. They made some changes to this a few years ago when they did the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2018, I believe it was, where they, they raised the amounts of the standard deduction. And when they did that, not that it's a bad thing per se, but it made it where uh, a, a lot of clients don't have enough itemized deductions where it's higher than the standard deduction. So it really doesn't make a difference. And so to break that down real quick, the single standard, if you file your taxes single, the standard deduction is $12,950. Uh, if you file your taxes married filing jointly, it's $25,900. And so if your itemized deductions total up to a higher number than those based on your filing status, then we wanna include them. We wanna get all of that stuff from you. And so this is a, it's a group of expenses, things like mortgage interest and real estate taxes. So when you own your home, that's typically gonna be the proponent, the leading proponent to being able to itemize your deductions. You'll get a 1098 from your mortgage company, which will show the mortgage interest amount and real estate taxes you paid for the year. So you want to send us that. It's coupled with some health-related costs, charitable donations, sales tax, and a few other things. So I just like to get that out there to sort of raise awareness uh, on it, if you will. If you don't think you're even close to those numbers, we don't need the information. If you think it's going to be close or over, then absolutely, you want us to total that up for you. Uh, dependent info. Just like businesses, if you started a new one if you had, with dependents, if you had a new one last year, we need to know that up front. So we need the name, birthday, and social security number of all of your dependents, including new ones that may have just come last year. All this information should be filled out on your new client forms, which will be coming out to you. Uh, but we do need to know that as well. A couple of varying factors. We get the question, not all the time, but uh, pretty common of for whatever reason. Typically, it's when you know one spouse is a business owner, the other is an employee. Uh, we get the question, you know, does it make sense for my wife and I or my husband and I to file married filing separately or married filing jointly? And the answer is it depends, really. It, it depends on the situation and sort of all the factors, all the different factors that we have going on there. So a lot of times, I would say from, from my experience, probably six to seven out of 10 times, it's going to make more sense to file married filing jointly because of the difference in the standard deduction helps out quite a bit. And there's also quite a few credits that when you file married filing separately, you automatically disqualify yourself for. So there are times, there are factors that, that happen or that come up where it can make sense, but we can make that comparison for you. That's where I was going with that. So uh, get us all the information, let us make the determination for you if it makes more sense to file married filing jointly or married filing separately. And the last thing is dependent hopscotch. If you are playing dependent hopscotch where one person claims a dependent one year, then you claim them the next for whatever reason, we do need to know that information too. Typically, these are done with like an odd year, even year scenario, but there's all kinds of different scenarios that we've seen. We've seen parents claim them for two years and then somebody else for another. We need to know the details of 
that transaction. That'll help us a bunch. So moving right along, just jumping into some miscellaneous items here. The ERC. So this is literally free money that's out there from the IRS, which doesn't happen often. So if you can take advantage of it, we, we definitely recommend doing that. This is something that a lot of people are aware of, but still to our shock, a lot of people are not aware of it too, or have not heard of it. But it's basically, if you, if you had a loss during the years of 2020 and 2021, essentially, if you were affected by COVID, uh, we can show a loss year over year and you kept your employees on payroll, you may qualify for this employee retention credit. Um, DRC for short, but it's employee retention credit. It's a program that's out there. We're, we're having clients qualify for very large amounts uh, of revenue from this or of a credit from this credit that is just an absolutely amazing program. So we want to bring that up. If that's something you have questions on or if you're interested in, we would love to help you explore that. We have a little calculator that we've built that really quick can tell you pretty much if you will qualify or not. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely let us know. We'd love to help you out with that. Bookkeeping. Uh, we tell clients, kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, but there's no shame in this game. Uh, speak up now. So it, and we love all our clients, right? We're, we're in the trust tree here, so I'm not picking on anybody. But for whatever reason, you know, every year, every so often, we get clients who come to us with you know, this emergency situation where I need my financials or I need my tax return you know, by the end of the week, but my books are a total mess. I haven't done anything for three years, and I, and I need you guys to clean it up. And now, we can do that, obviously, maybe not in that short of a time frame, but we really don't prefer to. We like to do the books on an ongoing, regular basis. That way, we know everything is, is reconciled, sort of like we were talking about earlier. Everything's categorized, and your books are being built or constructed, constructed in the most tax-advantageous way possible all the way throughout the year. We're not all of a sudden doing this in, in the ninth inning or in the, the, the last hour. We have a really good... Uh, runway. And, and we have a really good idea of what's going on in the business too. So the the, the books are important for, for a multitude of reasons. One of them being tax purposes, right? We have to have books to be able to prepare a tax return. But from a simple running your business standpoint, I can't tell you how important proper bookkeeping is. And you know it blows my mind. And like I said, we're in the trust tree here. I'm not picking on anybody, I promise. It blows my mind how many clients, when we go to do their tax return, it you know, it has in their books, fee for service revenue, $800,000. You're like, wow, like you, you bought an $800,000 in sales and you guys just sell one thing, huh? Like, that's incredible. We're like, well, no, we sell, sell nine things uh, and it's all mixed up between there. It's like, well, well, how do you track that? You know, we want to use your books to identify the different sources of revenue that are coming into your business. The next step is we want to then tie the certain expenses to those streams of revenue. So we can start to see which ones are the most profitable uh, from a running your business standpoint, having good books is just in, is very, very important. And so I can't say enough about that. Uh, Growth Academy. This is another thing that we're very excited about right here. So the Profitopia Growth Academy is a live event coming up. We have our first one. I believe is this week in Tucson, actually. So if you go to our website, which is profitopia.com slash growth academy, or I'm sorry, our website is profitopia.com. If you go over here to the side, there's a tab that says growth academy. Uh, this was built to educate our clients, build a community to 
help them increase their profitability for their business and specifically introduce them to referral partners that will help you increase your business. And so it's an amazing live event that we're doing quarterly. Our headquarters are in Tucson in Tampa. So our first event is January 31st, which I believe that's next week. Uh, next week in Tucson. So if you're out in that area, we would love to have you. Uh, after that, our next one is February 15th here in the Tampa Bay area. That's where I'm at. So I'll actually be at this event uh, in Tarpon Springs. And so if that's something you're interested in, we'd love to have you. You can go to our website, which is profitopia.com, go to the Growth Academy tab over on the right, and you can register uh, right there. And then it shows the agenda here and all kinds of stuff too. So really great event, something we're very, very excited about. Would love to formally extend an invite. So if you guys can make it, we'd love to have you there. Other than that, uh, register now, Tampa, February 15th. Tax planning. This is a very exciting topic as well. And so you know, this entire education, uh, this entire webinar here, this entire uh, program is designed around the topic of tax planning, which, which what does that mean, right? It's being proactive about tax topics that are going to save you money in taxes. And so this is something we've always done with our clients through events like this or through private conversations. What we've done is we've taken that a step further and we've formalized it into an actual deliverable that's a 20 to 40 page document based on your specific situation for you personally, all of your business or all of your businesses. And we come up with a tax plan. So it's literally a between 20 and 40 page document that outlines specific tax strategies that we're recommending for you that you're not currently using. Uh, there's an entire section that calculates the tax savings that you will get if you implement these strategies. And then most importantly, there's a whole section on implementation, which is the most important section because happens all the time. We'll have these great conversations with clients. We'll come up with a plan, but for whatever reason, things don't get implemented. And when that happens, the, the savings doesn't happen too. So Tax planning is something you're interested in. We'd love to have a conversation around that. I know what everyone's asking yourselves right now is, man, I got questions or I want to book an appointment or if I want to talk about one of those tax plans, where do I go? Which is a great question. Uh, you could go to our website, which is profitopia.com, which I'm going to bring up one more time. And right over here is the contact us button. So www.profitopia.com. Dot com is our website. If you go over here to contact us, right here is schedule a complimentary consultation. So if you click there, that will lead you to my calendar directly, which shows you openings. You pick the day that works for best for you, shows all the time slots that are open, uh, ask you a few questions so we can both be really prepared for the meeting. And we'd love to have a great conversation. Uh, if you're an existing client and uh, interested in more of the services that we offer, we'd love to have a conversation. If you're not a client, obviously love to have a conversation too. And so that's how you can get a hold of us. If you have any questions, uh, concerns for new clients, existing clients, you want to set up a call, love to have that conversation with you. And so uh, be on the lookout. This is what's happening here. Docs are coming January 31st uh, is the deadline for that. You're going to be getting emails from us about Hey, it's time to upload all your documents and all these sort of good things. Come in here, uh, upload everything to the portal and set an appointment with me if you want to talk about anything else. So thank you so much, guys. Like I said, we typically keep the education portion to right at 30 minutes and then there's that way there's plenty of time at the end for Q&A. Uh, so that's all I've got from the formal presentation side.
If anybody does have any questions, pop them in the Q&A. We'll stick around. Uh, if nobody has any questions, that means I covered everything so clearly and concisely that there possibly couldn't be any confusion, which I would take as a compliment. Uh, we'll let you guys go about your day, but I'll stick around for the next few minutes. We'll check that out here. If you do have any questions, please pop them in there. Uh, if you do not, thank you so much for joining, taking time out of your evening. We, we look forward to working with you for a long time here together. So thank you guys so much.